Hey, it's a brand new, brand new Village Vice. He's Zach Blackerby. I'm Brad Law. Zach, I'm a little, I'm a little uncomfortable. Um, you've taken, Why? The show, you've taken the show on the road before. I'm in a different place. I'm in a, I'm familiar with this place, but like not doing the show out of this place. So, yeah, it's a little different. Um, Are you at a press box? I am. I'm actually in a booth at Plainsman Park where I'm. That's a spin. flex. Yeah. That's a flex, Brad well, Law. <laughs> I'm watching right now. I'm watching the Auburn baseball team go through some warmups as they get ready for their season opener Friday against Eastern Kentucky. So who's on the mound right now? As you're, uh, as you're, you're doing. Is it just BP? Nobody. No, they're literally just warming up. Okay, got it. So, got uh, it. like getting loose and stretching and stuff. So, got it. Okay. Um, yeah, so baseball starts this weekend. Huge basketball game Wednesday night, South Carolina, another huge game. It's a busy week here. It's a great and, week. Um, we're going to start this week, Zach, by talking about the 2024 Auburn Tigers football schedule. Okay. And the most important game on that schedule. Can I give you what I think will surprise some people? Yeah, I think there's two answers here. So okay. I'm. I'm interested to see where you're going with us. All right. Go ahead. My answer is probably going to be a little surprising. It's Alabama A&M right out of the gate. With all these new pieces right out of the gate, the the first game is the most important game. That's ridiculous. <laughs> oh, That's come ridiculous. On. Come on. Is the second biggest game New Mexico? Like, come on, man. Okay. All right. Okay. So you don't want you don't want that as you don't want the that's that's the answer the coaches would probably give. You don't want the coach answer? No, we're not coaches. That's fair. That's fair. And that's and that's who the team needs to be looking at. I'm yeah. cool with that. That's not who we are. That's not what this is about. I just don't see how you can look at the 2024 football schedule and say, yes, yeah. Alabama AM is the okay. biggest one. Not Oklahoma coming to town for the first time. Not go, the three-game road stretch between you going to Georgia, Missouri, and Kentucky, Texas A&M at home as your last home game, and that'd be senior night for these Tigers. No, you cannot no. say Alabama A&M. Okay, all right, fine. I kind of – all right, you make some good points. I can kind of hear the the villagers saying the same thing too. So I will – let me let me get out of that mode. Let's Is talk Prince Tega a top-five player of the Malzahn era, Brad Law? Hey – Prince Tega just won his second ring. Listen, that argument was never, never. Well, we set X on fire with that, too. Um, I knew it would. I, I didn't see that. I did not see that coming. I wasn't saying, like, unequivocally, inarguably, definitely, he's there. I was just saying you well, can make the case. I'll tell you that you saying Prince Tega is the fifth best player in the Gus Malzahn era is a better take than you saying Alabama A&M is the most important game on the schedule. All right. I got, I got to shake it off. I need to. All right. Fine. Fine. I, th I think you're on what they call a streak now yeah. of just ice cold takes. <laughs> <laughs> fine. All right. Redemption. You what's, what's the biggest game on Auburn's schedule in 2024? Well, let me look at the schedule. Let me think about it a little longer, and you okay. you tell me what game you think is your most important game on this. I think it's Oklahoma. I think it's okay. Oklahoma, especially when you look at where it fits on the schedule, as where as as well as potential storylines going into it. Alabama, A and M, Cal, New Mexico, and Arkansas all at home. Auburn's fifth game is also at home, and they host Oklahoma. This will be yeah. Oklahoma's first road trip. 
as an SEC team, and they will be coming off of their first SEC-SEC game when they play Tennessee at home in Norman the week before. And I just think Auburn will be in a situation, and the over-under for their wins came out earlier this week. It's listed at 7-5 in Vegas. And Auburn has a chance to be sitting with five wins before they hit the road and start their three-game road stretch when they go to Athens, when they go to Kentucky, and when they go to Missouri. And I think this Oklahoma team will be ranked when they come in, unless they drop the ball against Tennessee. We'll see what happens. But all in all, I think the positioning of this is huge for Auburn, Brad, because all the pressure, regardless of if they win or lose against Tennessee the week before, all the pressure will be on Oklahoma. Either they're going to be emotional because, hey, yes, they won their first SEC game. And it's probably going to be against a top 20 Tennessee team, maybe top 15. We'll see how their season starts. Yeah. Or they lose, and the narrative is what? Oh, they don't belong. They don't belong. They've been waiting for this moment for so long, and they finally got their first SEC, SEC action, and they dropped the ball, and they lost. Hope they fix it. They got to go on the road to Jordan-Hare. And I just think either of those options is good for Auburn. And yeah. so I'm going with Oklahoma. The chance to start 5-0 and in year two of the Hugh Freeze era is crucial. It's big. Give me Oklahoma for Auburn's biggest game in 2024. All right. I like that. It's really hard to argue against that, as a matter of fact. That's why you're the pro. I'll, just, I'll leave the takes to you. You're um, the one in the press box right now. <laughs> yeah. I'm in my guest room. The baseball press box. Um, anyway, so if you want to talk baseball, that's why I give you some baseball takes. Um, I think for a similar reason as to why that game is not just in a, the Oklahoma game isn't just important to Auburn. It's because of exactly what you mentioned. It may be more important to Oklahoma even than it is to Auburn at that point, or at least comparable. Totally. I'm going to look a few weeks after that at the 2024 schedule, and I'm going to look at October 19th at Missouri. It's a good pick. Um, You're coming off your first of two open dates, which follows your sixth game in as many weeks, and game six is in Athens. Now, I will not, in October, much less in February, concede any game on any schedule at any time. Georgia at home in that game is going to be, I think, a sizable favorite, however, and Auburn hasn't shown well in Athens in a long time. Now, this is this staff's first opportunity to take Auburn to Athens, but sure, the last few years it hasn't been a pretty picture. If there's not a, a reversal of fortunes in Athens, now you've got a massive game in Columbia. We don't know how good Colum- uh, how good Mizzou is going to be just yet. They're probably going to be good. Probably. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I want to see how they do without some of those important pieces offensively from last year. But sure. yeah. yeah, they're probably going to be good. You have an opportunity to go on the road, your second road game. You're coming off of an open date um, to make a statement that, all right, Georgia's going to beat a lot of people, most people at home for a while. Now, what do you do to answer? And I just think that's a big opportunity for for Auburn to get back if they have lost that game. And again, I'm not conceding that. But if you lose at Georgia and you bounce back against Missouri, fine, great. Train is still speeding down the tracks. 
If you lose that game off of the open date, now you haven't won in four weeks, assuming mm -hmm. you beat Oklahoma. You haven't won in four weeks, and you got to go on the road again to play Kentucky the following week. So I just I think Missouri is a is a massive rudder that can turn you one way or the other. Yeah, and there's so many variables in all of this. I, I do think I have a hard time seeing Auburn win in Georgia. And I honestly have a hard time seeing that game be close. We'll see. I mean, we're projecting so far out yeah. with this. Right. I love that Missouri, the road trip to Missouri, is coming off of an off week, coming off of a bye week, which you said. So that kind of gives you a chance to reassess. Okay, we went on the road for the first time. This is what we liked. This is not what we liked. How do we address? How do we fix it? Also, I mean, if the season's not going well, this is a prime opportunity to make a quarterback change or any kind of positional changes if it's not going well. I don't think Auburn will be in that situation, but it's a nice hypothetical like pit stop if the season goes that direction. So I like the positioning of the bye week there. Mm -hmm. um, but look, Auburn's not going to be favored against Georgia or Missouri. We'll see if they're favored on the road to Kentucky. My guess is they will be. And I think Vegas is kind of looking at that Kentucky game um, as the, the pivoting point. Missouri yeah. is big because if you beat Missouri on the road, narratively, you can make the case that Auburn's going to have a top resume in college football because we're projecting this out. But if you beat yeah. Oklahoma, you lose to Georgia, who's going to be number one or number two on the road, and then you go on the road and beat a probably top 10 Missouri team, you're a top 15 team in college football yeah. at that point. And then you go to Kentucky. Can you get it done? I don't know. We'll see. That's a tricky one, too. Yeah. And if you wanted to say that's the biggest game on Auburn's schedule, I'd totally be okay with it. But beating Missouri sets the table for a 9-3 and three or 10-2 and two season, if you can pull that off. Yeah. So that, well, I think it's a good pick, Brad. Because how many more times are you not going to be favored the rest of the way if you win that game in Columbia? You'll be favored at Kentucky, you would think, right? Even if you lose that game, depending on how things transpire, but yeah, I'm expecting Auburn to be favored to win at Kentucky. You're expecting them to be favored against Fandy at home, ULM at home, Texas A&M, million variables with that situation. Yeah. But right now, I would guess Auburn is favored to that. And then, you know, of course, Alabama is going to be favored in Tuscaloosa for the Iron Bowl. Yeah. And if you're putting yourself in position with a 9-3, and 10-2 and two yes. type of year, you've, you have, you've not just achieved more than what, like, the February line was set. But yes. yeah, you're putting yourself in the in the playoff discussion at that right. point. Yeah, I'm with you. So I'm with you. Didn't that take feel better than saying Alabama State? Did that <laughs> feel better? Do you feel Look, better now? One game at a time. <clears throat> one game at a time, Zach. One one game at a time. There you go. That's true. I, you know what? I do. I struggle with that a little bit. I gotta get out of the the coach and player mindset sometimes. Sure. Yeah, it's, we're not strapping them on. Right. That, that is the mindset that they should take. And I am an advocate for fans shouldn't have the exact same approach as the, the coaches and players when it comes to these games. So, I, yeah, that's fine. Thank yeah. you for reminding me gently. Yeah, it's just the comments of like when you're talking about we were talking about the Iron Bowl a few weeks ahead of time, like during a bye week or something like, well, we got to be so and so and so and so first. It's like, I don't want to talk about this game. I want to talk about the Iron Bowl. Yeah. Like, come on. Not gonna, you're not gonna lose to New Mexico State the week before the Iron Bowl. Yeah, there's no way we're gonna lose to New Mexico State. <laughs> Give me a break. And then, and then people comment afterwards like, the reason we lost is because y'all were looking ahead to the Iron Bowl. It's like I promise, I had no, 
on no. the game at all. Yeah. At False. all. So um False. Yeah. yeah. Hey, look, here's the thing. If you're not already wagering at mybookie.ag, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Sure, the you know, the Super Bowl is behind us, but there's so much college basketball left. And this is like the best time to get on the action. So head over to our friends at mybookie.ag. Use promo code next round and you'll get a little bloop. Free money. Free money in your account. It even makes that sound. Make sure the volume no, is turned no, up when you do no, it. it goes, no, it does it goes, not. It doesn't bloop, go bloop. No, it doesn't. Mine did. No, it didn't. When I did it. Mine did. No, it didn't. I had to help it. But yes, it did it. Okay. It did it. So All be right. like me. Head over to mybookie.ag. Use promo code next round. And help it with the sound effect when it gets added to your account. Go bloop, extra money. There you go. There you go. Mybookie.ag, use promo code next round. How about my guy, Prince Tego Wanogo, top five player in the Malzahn era, getting his second Super Bowl ring? How about that? Wasn't even active, but it didn't have to be. No, you don't have to be to get a ring. You know, I yeah. think it's awesome. I think it's awesome. No. Good for him. We even, we even like put it out from the official Auburn account, two time Super Bowl champ. Yeah, you sh we should. I yes. think it's great. I think it's great. I think Auburn needs to do a better job of hyping up their guys that are currently in the league. Yeah. The fact that every Auburn fan did not know what Derek Brown was capable of this season is a major, like, unforced error yeah. by Auburn's social media team. Boy, you have the best year historically for a D lineman ever. And it does sail sort of nationally under the radar, too. Not just as it relates to Auburn, but... Like, nationally, it wasn't a giant story. How bad are the Panthers that that was the case? Yeah, it's it's insane. It's insane. And, like, Auburn should have been putting that everywhere. And they yeah. did leading up, like, the day before the game or whatever. We talked about it a little bit. I was unaware of it. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm, I'm pretty, like, you know, I follow it pretty closely. So, I, I just, that was, that was mind-blowing. Yeah. And they should be showing the amount of corners – and I'm a cornerbacks guy. I'm yeah. biased in this conversation. I'm not going to act like I'm not. But they should be piping up these corners like crazy. Yeah. Carlton and Jamel and Roger and the fact that, you know, if you're a corner in the senior bowl, like you had an Auburn helmet on, it seemed like. Like they need to just be waving that flag mm -hmm. like crazy. And for some reason, other schools are better at hyping up their guys in the league than we are. And I don't really get it. Noah Igbenogany is another. He's one that people mentioned in that um, best players of the Malzahn era. A guy who comes in as a receiver, and he becomes an NFL corner. Yeah. His so. arms are so long. So long. <laughs> as long as his last name. That's a good question. What's longer? Noah's <laughs> arms or Igbenogany? No question. No hey. question about it. People forget he was a first-round pick. People forget yeah. that. People yeah. forget that. So... Uh, didn't pan out as much like as he was a first round pick, but still, yeah, he, he's a solid player, solid yeah. player nonetheless. So, uh, yeah, congrats to Prince Tega. All right, congrats. speaking of something that'll have you wondering which is longer, Zach, <laughs> we're coming up on Valentine's Day. Oh, come, no, don't do it, don't do it. Get back here, get back and sit your rear end back in the seat. You asked for it. You asked for that. You love it. Don't even act like you don't. So we got to talk about manscaped.com, promo code VICE. You get 20% off and free shipping. Roses are red. Violets are blue. 
you trim your balls and your date will thank you too. And Manscaped can help, of course, with uh, the Performance Package 5.0 Ultra. It's designed to elevate your grooming game and shine like the heartthrob that you are. Join the 10 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with our exclusive offer, manscaped.com. Use promo code VICE. You'll get 20% off and free shipping with the Performance Package 5.0 Ultra. And, of course, the star of that is the Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra. Check it out online. Place the order. Use the promo code VICE. Get the discount, get the free shipping, have a great Valentine's Day, and then come thank us for that later. My wife's birthday is on Valentine's Day. Have we had that conversation? Not on the air, no. So it's do a, you is it a, a great gig. celebration? Like no, we it, just ignore Valentine's Day. Oh. Would she be mad if one year you just didn't ignore Valentine's Day? Like if you did a double up? I don't know. Okay. Are you playing? I mean, is that an, is that even possible? And are you, would you even consider that? I'd consider it. Okay. I'd consider it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, let's talk some hoops before we get out of here today. Got so it. basketball goes to Florida and they lose Saturday. It's a nice way to put it. They drop they, they one, lost. they drop one spot in the, in the computer rankings. So they come back now and they get what I think, speaking of important games on the schedule, becomes the single most important game of the basketball season. I love this time of year because it does, like every game kind of takes on that feel. Yeah. But I think especially this one against South Carolina Wednesday night, most important game for Auburn's chase for an SEC championship. Yeah, no question. No question. I mean, this could be a huge week in general, but obviously they got to get it done um, Wednesday night against South Carolina. Um, due to tiebreakers and all that, South Carolina is the number one team in the SEC. Both them and Alabama are nine and two, but the SEC standings has uh, has South Carolina ahead of them. Yeah, and then Auburn's right behind them at eight and three. And so, yeah, you um, Auburn needs a little help because of them dropping the ball against Florida, but you got to control what you can yeah. control. And if you can beat South Carolina and Kentucky this week, it takes care of a lot of things. I see of the seven games that are left, I have tremendous confidence in six of the seven. Like I, I think six of the seven is a better than 50% marker for, for Auburn to win the game. Not that they can't win all of them, not that they can't lose a lot of these, but in you know, in terms of like the the village vice confidence rankings. I see six out of those seven that I feel best about. So the question is, does 14 and four win the conference? If you project, and a lot of this show has been about projecting, mm -hmm. does 14 and four win you the league? I don't do think, think Auburn goes 14 and four, but if they did, yeah. you're assuming they lose to Tennessee. Is that the one that you don't feel good That's about? That's the one that I'm not as confident about just because of how, ten yeah, because of how Tennessee's been at home. Yeah, sure. Sure. I, I don't think so. Okay. Because I'm not convinced Alabama's going to lose two more games. Okay. Let me let me run Alabama's remaining schedule for you. Okay. If you don't mind. I don't mind. Okay. I've got it too if you're looking for it. Alabama's remaining schedule is home against A&M. They'll win that. Home against Florida. They'll win that. At Kentucky. They'll, I, I would Ole pick Miss. Alabama right now. Okay, at Ole Miss. Okay, home I'd, for Tennessee. Right, at Florida, 
and home against Arkansas. I just don't think they lose two of those. I think it's very possible they lose two of those. Yeah. I, I look at those games at Florida, Kentucky, Ole Miss. I think Tennessee at home has got a good chance to give them the same kind of game that Auburn gave them in Tuscaloosa, and they may be better suited defensively. Now, Alabama could very well go undefeated the rest of the way out, and it wouldn't floor me, but I, they're not invincible. So what is – I mean, who is Kentucky yeah. at this point? Like, I, they look different every time I watch them, Brad. Like, yeah. I have no clue. So – I, I did see – no, and it's why – and their inconsistency and, frankly, the fact they've been negatively consistent more the last couple of weeks. Sure. Like their, their defensive rating has surpassed an all-time low this year. Um, it's why the Wednesday game, in my opinion, is a tougher game for Auburn than the Saturday game because um, South Carolina is that good defensively. South yeah, Carolina's remaining schedule, by the way, if we're looking at teams at the top – home against LSU, at Ole Miss, at A&M, home against Florida, home against Tennessee, and at Mississippi State. I think South Carolina has the Tough. most manageable schedule of those three teams, Auburn, Inter Alabama, and South Carolina. Interesting, because when you were reading that, I was like, that's tough, that's tough, that's tough. So uh, I think it just shows that, okay, maybe it's more open than I, than I realized. Yeah. Um, but Auburn need to focus on Auburn right now, and they've got to yeah. beat South Carolina and Kentucky this week. So. That's right. Uh, Brad, that about does it for today's show. It does. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. This went okay after all at this location. Maybe it's safe it to fine. spread the wings. It was fine. Other than the Alabama State take, I, I think we were good. Fine. I'll work on that for next time. And until next time, thanks, everybody, for watching. Remember, everyone has vices. Make sure Village Vice is one of yours. <laughs>